This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. When was the last time you whitened your teeth? I had to go to the dentist because I drink about three cups of tea a day and my teeth can get really stained really quickly. And if that's you with the holidays coming up and all of these smiling pictures that you're going to be in, you want to get your teeth the whitest as possible. And now you can do it without going to the dentist. You can go to buypowerswabs.com and use my code HUNTER. Listen, this year... The teeth can be whitened, and you've never whitened your teeth until you whiten them with power swabs. They're clinically proven to whiten an average of two shades in the first five minutes. I'm talking five minutes, and power swabs will never leave your teeth and gums sore or sensitive like the other whitening treatments, and they're totally safe and effective on all dental work. And if you're not happy, power swabs are backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So go try power swabs, and you'll not believe how much whiter your teeth will be in just Five minutes, and I have a great deal for you. When you go to buypowerswabs.com and you use my code Karen, you get 40% off and an additional $10 off plus a free quick stick. That's right, 40% off plus $10 off plus a free quick stick at buypowerswabs.com, code Karen, or you can call them 800 668 1790 1749 1749 use code Karen that's 800 668 1749 use code Karen or go to buy today Joining me right now, y'all remember her from American Idol, but I don't even want to even talk about that. She's done so <laughs> much since then. She's doing a lot in the world, and right now she's on Broadway starring in Waitress. Mm-hmm. Let me welcome the one and only Jordan Sparks. <laughs> no, don't worry. We got you. There you go. We got we got applause. You, you don't have to ever give yourself applause here. Thank you. But, I got to clap for myself sometimes, too. Yes. You know, you know what? We yeah. all kind of do, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, if you wait for other people, sometimes you be like, oh, this yeah. is lonely. got to clap for yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into Waitress, which I, yeah. I think is amazing, we were talking off mic about, you know, working out and, and stuff. Yeah. And I remember your journey. Yeah. And you just had a baby last yes. year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful baby. Thank you. First of all, how is he doing? He's good. He's He probably just woke up from his nap, to be honest. But um, he's doing really good. His vocabulary in the last three weeks has been... Um, has just blossomed. It's actually been really incredible to see. We'll ask him a question. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what? And I know that's not really a word, but he knows the context in which to use it. And it's crazy. And my, or Dana will ask him for a kiss. And he's, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm like, oh, but he's doing really, really good. You can point at things and he'll he'll say what it is and all these all these different things. And he's just fun and happy, hyper. He's got a lot of energy, um, but he's living the life. He goes to the park three times a day. He's good. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. Are you willfully like talking to him because you know there's like a, a word gap, particularly with mm-hmm. you know African American children and sure. not being talked. So like we don't know the importance of mm-hmm. talking to children mm-hmm. like people, not yeah. baby talk. Is this a willful thing? Yeah, I, I man, I've been talking to him since he was born. I like to talk also, so there is that. Um, but no, I I read an article on that, um, and I was just like, well, I want to make sure that he has a good head start you know and so for me um talking to him i i have my little baby moments with him but for the most part i just talk to him like i'd be talking to you like what do you want to do today do you want to go to the park do you want to go do this are you ready to go take your nap are you thirsty like you know it's just it's different things like that and now he goes um he goes thirsty eat uh park outside like he says all of these things that i i wasn't expecting him to know so quickly but 
it really does it really does help to just be talking to them all the time. I feel like we watch you grow up. Yeah. You know, in many yes. ways. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and, and I know you know, as a as a performer, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily ask to be in a public eye. Right. 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 You're you're about yeah. your art mm-hmm. and we know that. The transition into being famous and all that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um the the worst thing and the best thing. Um uh the worst thing I feel like is losing the ability to be anonymous. Um when what, I What do you miss? Well, I'm for example, if I go through something the whole world knows about it as opposed to just like my neighborhood or my school or um you know my job whatever, it it may seem like the end of the world when you're in it in your own space but then to have the world know the different things that happen is has been a little crazy i mean i've i've gotten used to it at this no actually no i'll never get used to it but i've accepted it i've i've had my whole you know conversation with myself and accepting like hey this is your life and these things are going to happen cuz for the first couple years it would really stress me out i would i wouldn't go anywhere i had really bad panic attacks and um you know i just would be nervous to be out in public with a lot of people and um once i had that talk with myself like look girl all back and forth like that like girl you got to get over this cuz okay, so it's going to happen so you're a little bit cray cray no that's just a little bit it's okay right. i feel like we yeah. all talk to ourselves yeah. sometimes that's the capricorn yeah well it's kind of healthy you got to you got to you got to talk yourself out of things cuz for myself as well i know that i have a lot of thoughts and a lot of ideas and i'll overwhelm myself if i like go too crazy so i have to calm my own self down so i mean that's okay i don't talk to myself like all day long like as my only friend that's i think that's a little bit different but um so that that's definitely been kind of tough. And also introducing other people that may not be in the public eye or know anything about it into my world. It can be very overwhelming, um, very fast paced and very just like you're turned upside down. For example, my husband, he wasn't really in the limelight at all. Yeah, he dipped out um, of here real quick. He was like, like I don't want to be on camera. Mm-mm. I'm like, OK, babe, it's fine. No. Um but, you know, he he didn't really know. Like, he thought he knew what it was. But once he was in it with me, he was like, whoa. Okay. So how did y'all meet? Um, Actually, we met through the short of it is because it's kind of a long, windy story. But the short of it is, is our our moms, after getting to know each other, put us on a group text. And then, wait, 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 uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, mm-hmm. back up. All right. Yeah. Your mom and his mom were friends. They so okay. They knew do we have time for this yeah, story? Yeah, we do. We do. Okay, a couple okay, of okay, Jordan okay. Sparks. We got so, time. So basically, what happened every year? I would go to the Super Bowl city, and I would come in, and uh, my my uh, charity organization. We would go and shine a light on organizations that were making a difference in the Super Bowl city. So before all the parties came in, we wanted to give them, you know, some spotlight and 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 see what they were doing. And so one of the organizations in Houston in 2017 was this um, place called Forge for Families. It's a really cool place in the third ward for kids to be able to go it's like an after school program but they also teach um and it's a place for kids to go so they you know they have a safe space to go if their parents are still working and the parents can even come and learn and it's it's amazing and when we went there we actually spent way more time there than we had allotted so it was like we were going to be there for two hours and we ended up spending like six hours there (laughs) getting to know them and the kids and everything that they were doing it was just really amazing 
And I met his mom and dad who are, you know, they run the um, they run the forge for families and his brother and my mom and his mom hit it off. And my mom, you know, she's good with her friends. Like she's like, I got my friends. I'm good. And so for her to meet um, a new person, yeah, meet somebody and actually really hit it off. I was really excited. And that's what I took from it. And so it was about a month later. Um, Dana at the time had gotten a meeting with LA models and was planning on coming out to LA. And I found out also later after we got together that his mom wanted me to talk him out of moving to LA. She judged me wrong on that one because now we live there (laughs) and we're married. (laughs) Um, but, uh, she wanted my number so that I could talk him out of it. And, so my mom and his mom put us on a group message and we're like, hey, this is this is Jody, Jordan's mom, and this is Jordan's number and blah, blah, blah. And so we were like, okay, he texted me in a separate thread and we never stopped talking and now we're married and have a one and a half year old. What was it, what was it about him? Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you're Jordan Sparks. Yes. You know. And that was the thing is he saw me. He saw me for Jordan, not Jordan Sparks, the... You know, the American Idol winner, sorry, not Jordan Sparks, the girl in Sparkle, not Jordan Sparks, the this, the this, the this, the this. He just saw Jordan, the girl in sweatpants who likes to have a good time, occasionally talks to herself and is really goofy, you know? <laughs> um, and it was cool because he had, he didn't really know anything about my career. He didn't watch me on Idol, so he didn't know anything about that. He did know no air, but that was it. That was all he really knew about me. And it was nice to talk to somebody who didn't know all of the crazy stuff that everybody can just go Google. You know what right. I mean? He he doesn't do stuff like that. He didn't Google me before we met or anything like that. He just talked to me like a normal person who just has a regular job that nobody knows who they are. And that was so special to me because a lot of people um, don't see me right. like that. You know, I'm just this, I'm this crazy thing. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just Jordan. You know, right. I like to read and I stay at home and I'm really goofy and silly. And he saw me for me and that, that was really, really just even just talking about it now, like my whole chest gets warm just thinking about it because he still does that for me. He's yeah. just like, hey, babe, how you doing? Like, what you want to do tonight? You yeah, know, he's regular. Yeah. I just knew just that chill. in like two minutes. And yeah, he's just chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, mm. what What are you reading? What am I reading? Yeah, because you like to read. I like to read. I what, do. What are you reading? I am reading this are book. Are you reading on, what is it, ebooks? Or are you no, doing, no. Okay. I, I like real books, but I'm looking up the name just so I say her name correctly. Okay. Um, but I'm reading this book called The Body is Not an Apology. Oh. And oh, so This is nonfiction. Yeah, and it's, it's really incredible. It's by, hold on, I'm so sorry. So unprofessional. No, no. Sonia Renee Taylor. And... You know, we all have this thing about body positivity and and accepting yourself for who you are and all these different things. And this book, initially, I was just like, oh, okay, it's just another one of those books. But it's not. It's so much deeper than that. And it's so beautiful because it's sparked, for lack of a better term, um, conversations with us. The other thing, sorry, in Waitress, there is a social injustice book club. And I've only been able to be a part of it for the time that I've been here because they've been doing it since, you know, he started it. Um but we have uh, that book, and the book we read last month was White Fragility. Um, Robin D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why it's so hard for white people yeah. to talk about racism. And, and the conversations that we had, because, wow. I mean, it's a cacophony Wait, of back people up. of So as colors. part of your Broadway family, mm-hmm. you guys have a book club? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that. Isn't that so cool? Absolutely love that. When I found out about it, I was like... I want to be in it. Like I want to. I want to do this because one of um, one of the uh, 
uh, ensemble actors who was on for Dr. Pometer and, and rehearsed with me, um, he was sitting on the side and he's white and he ha- was reading the book. And I was like, what? Okay, that's dope. Like, I was just so impressed that he was reading it and he was really into it too. He had his pen, he was underlining all this stuff. And I asked him what the book was and he told me, his name is Brandon, he's awesome. Um, And he told me what the book was and then Jessie, who was also an ensemble, but she came on for Dawn um, a couple of times, she told me about the book club and then that was the first book that we read and it was just, it was so incredible. So we had, it's not the whole cast, they're all just invi- the people who read. Well, they're all no. invited. They're all invited to <laughs> right. read. Um, some of them read and aren't able to make the actual like when we have the discussion about the book. But it was that. really, really cool to do um, and to be a part of. And for me, I was just like, you guys like to read like I do. Like, this is so amazing. Um, but the book, The Body is Not an Apology, is more about how like how we feel about our bodies and what we tell ourselves and how we shame other people. If even if it's conscious or an unconscious effort, it's really inherited because we don't come to this planet hating our body or hating anybody or, or anybody hating ourselves. Else. Yeah. yeah. But especially like how we talk to ourselves and how we view things in other people. Um, we definitely inherit those things, whether it be from family members or an experience, traumatic experience that we had, or sometimes it's just self-imposed because we compare ourselves to other people. Um, but the book is so much deeper. I just got goosebumps. Woo! The book is so much deeper than what it seems. And I would recommend it to everybody. Same with White Fragility. Everybody yes. should read it no matter what okay. color you are. <laughs> I love it. Jordan Sparks yeah. is in the building. Mm-hmm. So waitress. Yes. Tell me about waitress and how and why you decided to do this role. So, well, the why is um, interesting because I did do Broadway in 2010. So almost 10 years ago. What did you, what? I was on In the Heights. Yeah. Oh, in, the, okay. in the Heights with right. Lin-Manuel, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, this is before Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And I played Nina, the the main right. uh, girl in the show. And it was so much fun because the parallels between myself and Nina at the time were very similar. I was 20 years old. I was living in New York by myself for the first time. Um, I was on my own for the first time, really. And... Um, you know, I was, who am I really? What do I want to do with my life? Like all those different things. And and Nina felt the same thing. And whenever, after I got done, whenever somebody would ask me about Broadway, they would say, w- would you do it again? Because it is very demanding. And I was like, it would have to be something so special and the it would have to be the right time. Um, you know, I would have to love the material, all, all these different things, all the different boxes that I would need for, to be ticked. And Waitress actually came around a couple of times, but the timing wasn't right. And I was pregnant the last time they asked me and I was like, well, I can't be pregnant in the show. Um, but then they asked me at the beginning of the summer and I was like, you know what? Fall is open you know, I want to go do it again. I would love to go do it again. And I loved, you know, I, I read this through the script and I loved Jenna's character because I relate to her a lot. She's very honest. Um, she's a little bit goofy. She's um, kind of sarcastic. And she also is very strong. She has this innate strength about her that I feel a lot of us, men and women, but a lot of women, we have to go through some stuff Sometimes when we come out of it, we're just so much stronger. Not saying that everybody has to go through a trauma to be strong. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. But in Jenna's case, that's where she gets the strength. She gets a lot of her strength from and also just in who she is. And I relate to that. I've been through some crazy stuff. And to have that strength and to be able to play it is amazing. But also the show really, um, I don't want to give away the ending, but 
stay to the end just do that go see it yeah and you, stay you to have, the end. you have to stay to the end but don't do the intermission and then leave right don't dip out but there you for everybody in the audience there is a there is somebody in the show that you can see yourself in. And I think that that's really special because sometimes you can see a show and you forget some of the characters because you just, there isn't a piece of them that you were like, oh, I get that. I feel like in this show, we can all relate to Ogie, who's a little bit awkward, but knows what he wants. We can all relate to Dawn, who thinks she's never going to find somebody to like her for who she is. We can all relate to Jenna, who is stuck in a loveless relationship not that everybody is in that, but we've all had somebody who hasn't loved us the way we want them to. Mm. Um, Dr. Pometer, who just feels like he isn't needed um, and feels like the, the person that he's with doesn't love him either. And he's just there. You know, there's there's a piece of something in every character that you can relate to. And I feel that that's really special. And also it is a women's show like and I don't want you to take that wrong when you hear me say that but when you see the women and how they lift each other up and they're also not afraid to like tell each other what it is like look you got to leave this guy and he's not good for you or um you better stop saying that you're not pretty what are you you gonna say something like that to yourself like to be honest and to also support at the same time there's a very fine line I feel like people don't really know how to do that I think women and men are different yeah and we should embrace that you know like I actually think women are more um we are more equipped to lead because we yeah. care about everybody yeah. and we're more nurturing and, and yeah. that's just natural. Yeah. We, we're going to, you know, I agree with that. everyone's going to eat, everyone's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So we should p- put people in positions of leadership that care about yeah. the, the everybody. Yes. Yes. I just think that. I agree. No, I, that, that makes total sense. And it's, it's true. Um, the characters, they're, they're very strong characters. They all have different personalities, but they all are, are very strong. And I love that. I love being able to be a part of something so powerful that like when the women who come and see the show or the young girls that come and see the show they leave either they're just like I can't believe somebody is like me or I just saw myself up there in that character or you know what I have to leave this toxic situation that I'm in I'm not dealing with that happy enough is not okay you know what I mean and um it's beautiful to, to be able to be a part of something like that. I feel like if Waitress had come out 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been ready. No, and you couldn't have done it. I wouldn't you have been able to. didn't have the life experience. So, so it's it's perfect for me right now at this How right long time. are you doing it, Jordan Sparks? I will be in Waitress through November 24th. So it's a very limited run. Yes. Well, I mean, I started September 16th and then I okay. got to extend. I was actually supposed to be done October 27th. Oh, and then okay. So we are getting a benefit stay. here. All yes. right. All right, guys. You don't have that much time to go <laughs> come, see Waitress. Come see it. You got to fly in from California. You got to do that. I drive if you want to do that, come on Let's in. do it. You got to get to Waitress yes. on Broadway, the Brooks Atkinson Theater on 47th Street, which is right around the corner from mm-hmm. us. That's right. So you so you had to move to New York for how long? Uh, I've been here since August. And so are you moving back? We'll be, about, yeah. we'll be back home, mm, I think, the first week of December because we're going to go to Thanksgiving right. in Houston, I think. And then okay. keep going. Okay. Instead of going there and then right. back. So we're just going to. Now, are you in the fire zone in Cali? Are you in near fires? Um, I mean, All, it's, yeah. it's near because I'm in the, L, like, literally the Hollywood area. Um, but Getty is a couple of miles from it. So I could okay. probably see it from, you know, my driveway if I, if I looked. But any plans to move? Cause I'm like, what do people do That's if so you're funny? My mom, yeah, my mom like, does well, that too. How long do we stay here? Yeah. If it's earthquake or by fire, I don't know what's going to happen. 
Well, to to be fair, um, I grew up in Arizona. We had fires all the time, and it's dry, 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 dry. So there's always a fire hazard um, warning there. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, if it happens, then it it happens. If it doesn't, then yay. Yeah. But I'm I I hope and I pray that the fire doesn't reach near my my home. Um, but if it were to, I mean, we'd have to just figure out what to do and go from there. Okay. Well, yeah. Jersey's open too. I just I do just love Jersey. Jersey. I, I do like threw, Jersey. Ooh, Ridgewood. Threw, yeah, mm, yeah. I love Ridgewood. I just do Jersey out. Yeah. All right. So what's up next after waitress? Well, November twenty. 20- Fourth, yeah. Okay. After after waitress, um, some holiday stuff. I love I love Christmas. My birthday is December twenty second, so I like have Christmas and all that stuff in my veins. So, um, probably a lot of Christmas shows and different things like that. But I was, or I am currently working on new music, and I was planning on to Ooh. release it during this time. But then waitress came up, so um, it'll probably be out near the. F- beginning of the year. When you know you can just release stuff and not tell anybody, and then I know. it'll be it'll go viral. I know. I'm hoping so. I'm still. I still have like the old school. Like I want to be. I want to be ready and have it all done and all that stuff. And I like. Look, I still like CDs. And so I'm just like, the quality. The quality of the music is better. Yeah. MP3s compress it. You don't get all the good sparkly all, stuff in there. All that sparkly stuff. Yeah. Exactly. That's, For another lack of a better term. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Cheese ball. No, not at all. We love you, Jordan Sparks. <laughs> listen, next time you're back, you got to come back to the Karen Hunter Show. Yes, I would and love to. Folks, you have until November 24th to see Waitress. That's right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you.